Okay, so this is literally the last segment to my audiobook, and it took me such a long time to get to this point. I am insanely proud of myself, um, not for the reasons that one would even think about finishing a project. Um, my circumstances, I put on no man but myself, and so actually doing something that I actually set out to do and accomplish is not only a pat on my back but um it even goes even deeper of the concepts that i literally had in my head and still do and the words of putting it to paper and actually typing it out when i didn't even have certain things to even you know i'm saying even circumstances and and still did it and even me even these circumstances to this day finishing uh, this project and so even for the two listeners that I have (laughs) I'm super super excited because one day it may or may not be even more listeners that I can even imagine and the only thing that I will say is that this was the explanation of it and that they can go back to this explanation and I will never explain it again and quite possibly not even to others And, and I enjoy the mystery of that because we create so many things in this society, i.e. this ideal of of testing oneself with what someone else has or uh, creating this sense of persona in an age of zero personas and masks literally being worn on faces. And this not saying it is a good or bad thing, it just is a thing that I find I can modify. I can create my own template and create my own uh, brand and story in doing so. And I did this years and years and years and years and years ago. And and from there, I I instinctively, and and my intuition has brought me to this point. So uh, this point of the story, and not to (laughs) overindulge and um, self-explanations, because it really isn't important when it comes to um, sharing the content. I thank you uh, for bearing with me with that. And so here is the last part of the story, and it talks about this, uh, the guardian and the young Fimula that's with him. And so all the while all of this chaos is going on in the story, I literally interjected them in the midst of it. So they're over there with the refugees and all these other different things that are going on. And I enjoy this because... I tie it into almost like a woven web of stories and it's an interesting thing to see it happen and so at the end um, this particular the violence breaks out and so another character with their band of the crow um, obviously have a disagreement with um, another point of refugee camps stating that God was a man and in this time of forgetfulness and where everyone has forgotten their memories they're like wait there's people over here doing stuff there's people not even remembering how to walk and you're saying egregious statements right now how does this even help any continuity of any point what are you saying (laughs) and they're stating that it's just a point of anger or you know saying not even the consideration that um the image of all could be any of these different things it's just an egregious statement and so it creates a conflict a fight breaks out and someone eventually dies from the person who says this and so then um, throughout the story I give the account from this last part 
where uh, with Hemila or this young girl um, she has foresight and so she sees certain things before it happens and she literally witnesses something that she's like wait that was not the greatest of outcomes I will change this by stepping over here and literally testing her own abilities in doing so and from that it literally changes what is the outcome that she witnesses um, throughout whatever one would consider a vision or whatever and it's also an interesting point because the guardian uh, instinctively and they I later on allude to this have this connection and it's a it's a dope scene of just um, people conflicts and the things that they stand for and why they stand for these things so vehemently when other things are happening all the time and it's a kind of uh, conflict or persona or picture of how things cascade through space or time space or if you would consider um what is this like a comet or a celestial bodies moving and that's why i literally call uh, the planet that they're on celestial and because it's the size of the sun and it's cascading through um, this thing called space and there is no point of revolution or point of singularity where they feel like there's a sense of uh, equilibrium it's kind of just cascading and continuing this momentum where they are always at this point of awareness and then i wanted to hint on that and yes thank you for listening to the story i appreciate you so much my first audiobook finished on uh, this date and thank you thank you thank you thank you so much battle to see within. The gathering of the refugee Manfreds teetered on the scales of violence. All of their lost memories combined could not charm them. Circumstances presented themselves to incorrigible differences. The issue still remained of the origin of the god of the plain, or rather plainly the providence of existence. The young Fimula, who could see the future, began to tug at her guardian. Tall, stoic, as brown as the ground they walked upon, her senses came into view. A vision kneeled before a present tense, conflict, struggle, and death, battles that would not end for some time, loops upon coils where there was no clear victor, a morbid song. Nothing would be left. An endless descent into dissension spiraled before the masses gripping them. The more she watched, the more fear consumed her until she finally saw her own death, the first she had ever come across such a concept. Ever since she awoke in the land of forgetfulness, she always garnered one step ahead of every Manfred, near the fear of eternal rest, far superseded anything else. She saw in the vision of which the guardian overwhelmed his chest, truthfully the only way for him to be bested. Countless warriors, both Manfred and Femina, thrusted their spears and makeshift swords. She began to tear off his body where, where not hers, feeling every blood vessel burst from the violence of dark matter erupting his inner heart. The little Femula would not take no part in seeing his vision come to pass. She ran, ran, for she did in the farthest distance. Confused and sullied by the dense miasma of dread emanating from the crowd, the guardian noticed that the little Femula was no longer tugging away at his hand, invisible resistance. Alarmed to this intrepid folly, Panic set in as weapon began to be raised as a clashing view on the origin of Celestial. The Guardian ran in the opposite direction, pleading for divine providence. All he found was blood.
so now what is going to happen is that I have the opportunity of actually adding a little bit more sauce to my words. For now, this was the first book and it was really, you know, PG, PG, um, I didn't really even go into a lot of word or wordplay or, um, I actually even took classes on poetry and so with this, I never wanted to emulate anything that I had heard before and that comes with the opportunity of, you know, uh, spoken word poetry that other people are so vehemently, um, involved in and and that's another thing of looking at rap and that's another form of poetry that everyone is involved in and so with this there comes a point of actually uh, me interjecting a story into it the way I think my elders or anyone else would want to um, personify something and to add something of substance where I looked at it as just purely entertainment because we obviously do that every day on you know television or we look at things I wanted to actually think of something that I wanted to read every single day something that I would never get tired of I could always come back to and I could be like oh well I love this part of the story or I love this part of the story and I I know that if I do this and another person will find some substance in this and it's not uh, a set text that I, I follow it's just a set text of looking at a never-ending story and and I love that because anyone can involve um, themselves into it or uh, identify with it in any circumstance in any walk of life and and that um, means so much where I don't have to explain it later I don't have to explain any other parts of the story to anyone because that it's that much impactful if they get whatever I even do this with my art and it's abstract where they see something and another person sees something else and with this they see multiple things and that's the great aspect of just art in general where you get what I'm saying (laughs) so be looking for the next book um, The Seeds of the Time Before Time and that series uh, is so involved and I'll probably just record that today just because I'm excited about starting another one and uh yeah, I'll explain why I called it the seeds of the time before time, how awesome that was, uh, the story behind it, and um, where the mind frame or the mindset of a African American male um, in 2016, and involving um, just the visuals. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. For, this is my first audiobook done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.